Like it this evening. Be yourself. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Like everybody says, oh, I wish they would be there. You know, I was, would like to be, you know. Be yourself. Everybody else is taken. Okay. Father, we're, we're praising you. We just give you thanks to the Lord as we look to your word, Father God, that you will give us insight and inspiration, Father God. In these last days, Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that your word does not change, Father God. And that we are the blessed. And I thank you, Lord, that we can be effective in these last days. In Jesus' name, amen. In order to be effective in our Christian life, we have to have a revelation of three things. In order to be effective in our Christian life, we have to have a revelation of three things. One, who is your father? Two, who you are. The righteousness of God in Christ. Three, who is your enemy? Okay. So let's go to number one. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Quick, quickly. Romans chapter 8. Looking at verse 15. That's right. 8.15. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Glory to God. We have a loving Father. Um, in John 3.16, it says that uh, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. And if we would believe on him, glory to God, we would have everlasting life. That is a loving Father, Glory. And in Deuteronomy, let's go to the book of Deuteronomy and find the 30th chapter. That's Deuteronomy chapter 30. And we want to look at verse 19. It says, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to, to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. See, God tells us, he tells us the choices we have, then he tells us the best one. In other words, it's an open book test. He doesn't want anyone to fail. Glory to God, so... That's a loving God. Okay. Um, let's go to Galatians. We've got a couple of these before we move on to the next one. Uh, 
the book of Galatians chapter 3. Verse 29, if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And the promise is heaven and all the benefits that go for life and godliness. Glory to God. And one more. Let's go to the book of Psalms chapter 37. That's Psalms chapter 37. Psalms chapter 37, verse 25 says, I have seen the, I have been young and now I'm old. Most of you can't say that. Yet have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. We are the blessed. Hallelujah. Okay. Um. Being righteous, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness, sanctification and redemption. Glory to God. We are righteous. And then we go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. We already, already know that one, but it says, that's 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become anew. Hey, we were under a curse. And it says... Old things are passed away, so I'm no longer under a curse. You're no longer under a curse. Glory to God. Behold, all things become anew. And with that we are blessed for eternity. Amen. Glory to God. And of course, uh, John chapter 10, verse 10. This is this is the third thing we need to know, who, who the devil is. 10.10, 10, 10, the thief comes not but to steal, kill, and to destroy. Jesus, I came to give life and life more abundantly. So when we have those things, if we know those three things, who our Father is, who we are, and who the devil is, we can make right decisions. Or we should make right decision. Sometimes we uh, uh, go in the shadow of things, shall I say, and we don't fulfill what we're supposed to do. But uh, thank God when we come to our senses, we can take 1 John 1, 9 and remove the shadows of doubt. Amen. Okay. So, um, faith begins where we know the will of God. Faith begins when we know the will of God. And so we, we've just looked at these uh, four things here. And we know the will of God here. 
So now we can build our faith upon the Word of God. Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, is this to grow on, to grow with. Of course, you have to get into the Word. Uh, if we're not in the Word, there's no growth. Because it, the Word is milk and meat. And uh, when you feed a baby, it, it takes a lot of milk. And when you get older, you get into the meat of things, and you, you have to have a lot of meat, you know, to keep strength up. But uh, too many Christians, we get in the baby stage, and uh, we don't want to progress. I mean, you know, everything is given to the baby. Right? I mean, you spoon feed the baby, you change him. I mean, the, some people just like that. They don't want to change. Here they are, 30 years old in, in the Lord, and they're still being one spoon fed. They're not want, willing to go out there and do anything to the Lord. They just want to be spoon fed and cleaned up. You know, oh, I pooped in my pants. You know, clean me up. Will you pray for me? Well, doesn't it say you need to pray for yourself? But will you pray for me? I mean, you know, it's good to have somebody else pray for you, but, you know, come on, let's take some more responsibilities. Okay. How can you believe God or trust in him when you, when you think that he's against you? You think God is up there with a baseball bat ready to hit you over the head every time you make a mistake, uh, you know, you're not going to get anywhere near God. And a lot of people say, well, you know, I did that and God did this to me. And it was completely erroneous. But we, we see people saying, well, I've tried that. If you try this, this is what's going to happen to you. And uh, unfortunately, they don't try it for themselves. I should say do it, because we need to do, it says we need to be doers of God's words, not triers of God's word. Okay. Faith begins when we know the will of God, when we know what God thinks about us. And we looked at a few scriptures there. He says he, he loves us. He wants the best for us. He says, I, I, there's two things out there. There's good and there's evil. Now I'm telling you, Choose good. I mean, he loves us enough to keep us out, out of trouble. Uh, unfortunately, we're kind of stupid sometimes. <laughs> to know God's will, we need to get into his word. Uh, Joshua 1.8. Well, you don't need to turn there, but uh, we'll just go there. Joshua 1.8. Tells Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Too bad the Supreme Court didn't look at this scripture when they said taking down the Ten Commandments. It says here, that thou might observe 
to do according to that is written, for thou shalt make thy ways prosperous. They say, don't read the Ten Commandments, because if you do, they said, we'll take them down, because we don't want the students following what the Word of God says. Uh, the people, the Supreme Court, the guys in the black robes, messed us over. They messed us over this last time, too. Uh, just to get off on a little bit something. Right now, the state of California, they have a, a bill in the state of California. They want to follow the state of Washington. The state of Washington has assisted legalized death. That's what the state of California is trying to do right now. They've got a bill on. I uh, will bring that Sunday and give you the reference calls. You can make calls to your local representatives uh, saying nay on that, don't vote for this, but uh, we do have some people that are, I mean, they're already eliminating all the children, the babies, so now they're going to want to eliminate the elderly and, and the handicapped. Okay, so uh, we have to spend time in God's Word. Which it says here, spend time to be made prosperous and have good success. And that's backed up by Psalms chapter 1. In Psalms chapter 1, reread. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, or the word of the Lord, and in his Word doth he meditate day and night. It sounds like Joshua 1.8. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, and his leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall, shall prosper. Well, if you're planted by the river, and it's a hot summer, does that tree wilt? No. So, you know, when we are going through temptations and trials, if we are planted in the Word, we, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't wilt on that thing. We should be strong if we have our roots down in the Word of God. Amen. Okay, so since we're in Psalms, let's go to Psalms 37. Psalms 37. We can use some of that heat that we had a few, three or four weeks back. Psalms 37, looking at verse 4, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Commit thy ways unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Wow! If we delight ourselves in the Lord, and he wants us, that means we're getting into his word, we're learning through his word, meditating upon it, that that brings delight to him as, as we meditate on his word, do the things in his word, praise and worship. And then it says, and then we, we commit our ways to the Lord. Glory to God. He shall bring, it, bring those things to pass, those delights. That sounds good to me. Okay, let's go to the book of John and the 15th chapter.
Let's begin with verse 7. John 15, 7. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you. Where did we hear that before? That's meditating on the word. If, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. That's the law of faith. Abiding in him. Doing those things. Glory to God. And of course, uh, 3 John 2 is the other one that you want to put down. Amen. God's on our side. God's on our side. What did it say in John 10, 10? The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I give you, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. Um, what is an abundant life? What is an abundant life? Happiness, joyful. You don't have to be a millionaire to be happy or joyful, fruitful. You don't have to be a millionaire. Walking in God's will. Walking God. There, there is it. You know, we are, we're always saying, you know, if, if I only had more money. Well, money does help. And he gives us enough to be happy. It's when we get greedy. Now, it says you, we, should, we should have enough money for every good cause that comes along to give and still have money in our pockets. So if we're not having enough to give to something that we know is good, we need, to get, we need to get in God's word. Get back into God's word and find out, okay, I have a desire to give to these, these problems, to give a, bring a solution about. You know, people don't look at it that way. It's gimme, gimme. I need more, I need more. It's somebody I, The promise to Abraham was, I'll bless thee and thy seed to bless the inhabitants of the earth. Didn't say to fill his pockets. Oh boy. God is on our side. Romans chapter 8. Look at verse 31. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Let me read it from the Amplified. What then shall we say to all this? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be our foe if God is on our side? You know, some people are are. are it says, who can be our foe if God is on our side? You know, if God was on our side, 
and that and your and so, uh, the wicked come against you. They see God. They are are not going to try to beat up on you. They're going to turn. You know. Oh yeah, you're you're good. They're they're going to. You know, leave you alone. Second. Let's see. Second Corinthians chapter six. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, oh, if you don't have this highlighted, you better highlight it. God is on your side. He is for us. Amen? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, look at the very last verse. That's verse 18. And will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. From the Amplified, I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord God Almighty. Oh. But that's something to meditate about all week now. He says, I'm going to be a father to you. You're going to be my sons and daughters. I hate to say it, but as a father, you have to make some corrections sometimes. We need to, some of us need correction. Not all the time, but you know. But, there, but the father also rewards. Oh. I mean... I remember what you know, going with my folks and going in the store and going by the ice cream refrigeration section and say, "Could I have one of those?" And they just opened the refrigeration department and pulled one out. I was rewarded just for asking. Just for asking, I was rewarded. Wow. I didn't even have, you know, I didn't have to beg. You know, there was other times, you know, I asked, and it's not this time. But he wants, he wants to give us the desires of our heart. We have not because we ask not. I mean, it goes, that covers a multitude of things. What have you forgot to ask about? He's wanting to fulfill it. As long as you continue to seek him, he's wanting to fulfill those things. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, where were we? Where we are what? Okay, let's go to 1 John. 1 John chapter 4. In 1 John chapter 4, look at verse 4. 1 John 4 and verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he is in the world. That sounds like you're more than the conqueror. Romans 8.37. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Good night. Have we lost our minds? Not following what God has asked us to do? Uh, uh, Psalms 55. Let's look at this one. Psalms 55. Another one to meditate upon. Psalms 55, verse 16. As for me, I don't know about you, as for me, I will call upon the Lord, and the Lord shall save me. Hey, there's no doubt. This individual knows the Lord. He says, as for me, I'm going to call upon the Lord, and he's going to save me. It's not, maybe so, I'm hoping so. No, he says, I know the Lord. I know my Father, and he's willing to give me the desires of my heart, and when I get into trouble, he'll save me. Well, how about go to, uh, to the next chapter, chapter 56. Verse 9. When I cry unto thee, Psalms 56, verse 9. When I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. When I cry unto thee, then my, shall my enemies turn back. How many of us cry unto the Lord when we get into temptation? Ooh, it's so good, it's so good, it's so good. We're getting that temptation. We're not crying out to God. It's so good. Oh, so, uh, it, you know, just a little dab will hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Let's be real. All of us have done it. You all stopped at the donut shop at one time or another. Maybe, maybe it's not the donut shop. I know some of you like that ice cream out there. And I tell you what, some of those ice cream scoops, huge. I went, went the other day, there's Bernardo's down there in Orchid. And she said, I want, the wife said, I want an ice cream. Okay. So what kind you want? She says, oh, they got that honey almond. I said, okay, I'll go in there. She didn't say, you know what? She said, I want a waffle cone. So I said, okay, give me a waffle cone with that almond. So well, how many scoops you want? I said, there's one, two of us. Okay. So I got scoops, but those scoops were this big. We had two big, big ice cream balls on this waffle cone. Wow. You know, sometimes, like I said, I can't go past the donut shop too often without stopping. She, you know, she sees that Bernardo's over there. She, uh, she says, why she get such a big one? Well, I didn't know it was going to be that big. She didn't complain. She ate it. 
I ate one half and she ate the other half. You're just dribbling all your face. Yeah. Okay. How about, uh, see, again, when I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. Know this, for God is with me. So, when, when, when temptation comes, let's cry out to God instead of trying to fight it ourselves. Because it says, when he shows up, the enemy runs. So, if you have to call, you know, are, are not ministering angels spirits to help us out? Call them for a ministering angel. Stop this evil tide that's coming against me. Okay. Uh, let's go to Psalms 57 now. Right, in the ne right next door. Verse 2. I will cry unto God, most high unto, high unto God, that performeth all things for me. Glory to God. God says he'll perform how many things? How many? He performs all things for me. Well, why? Because we abide in him. Going back to John chapter 7, verse 15. If we abide in him, he'll do all these things for us, for you and I. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I will cry unto the Lord. Cry unto God, most high, unto God that performs all things for me. Man, if we will begin, just meditate on these scriptures just out of, out of Psalms here, these three, one after another, it'll revolutionize your week. You're going to say, hey, devil, you can't touch me. I know who I am. I know who Jesus is. Let's go to Psalms 126 this time. Psalms 126. Psalms 126. And we are about done. Could be happy about that. We can get stand behind the front of the heaters. Psalms 126. Look at verse 3. The Lord hath done great things for us. Wherefore, we are glad. The Lord has done great things for us. I mean, he saved us. We're no longer going to that, that crummy place with the devil. I mean, he can have all the heat he wants. You know, it says, you know, you know where hell is. Center of the earth. And it says we could look down there through eternity. See, see that we can see all those, I hate to say it, we're going to see all those that didn't make it. We're going to see the, see the guy that started all down there, the devil. And that's what's going to stop a lot of people from goofing up. I don't want to be down there. You can see it gnashing your teeth. Whoa. 
The Lord had done great things for us. Therefore, we are glad. Think about what he's done. We, we talked about it, oh, about two weeks ago, about, about uh, count your blessings. Instead of counting those sheeps, one, two, three. We need to count our, our, count our blessings. Because we forget. We forget. Oh, see, well, I got shoes to put on. You know, some people don't have shoes. You got a car to drive in. Some people don't even have a car. Some people, some people, you go down downtown down here, you see the bag people. They're pushing the carts. And what do they got in those carts? You ever look at the carts? I mean, driving by? They got a sleeping bag, what resembles a sleeping bag, or, or some blankets. They don't have too much. What do you have? Places stay warm. If it gets too cold, you put up the heat. If it gets too hot, you put on the air conditioner. You ever wonder where these individuals uh, use the restroom? Baths? There's a lot of things we don't think about because we're not in that position. But we shouldn't get all haughty about it because we can fall in that position ourselves. Or we could be in that position if we didn't know the Lord. The one thing that we want, some of the things that we need to know that when God is with us, that he changes everything. One of the things we need to know, that when God is with us, he changes everything. He's number one. Two, he's made his home in you. He's made his home in us. Oh, wow. You know how the Jews did things? Took a feather to clean out all the, the dust and dirt. We need some of us, sometimes we need to clean our houses up. Uh, he's there. He says, well, you know, it's a little bit rough in this place. You know, the one year that uh, my neighbor's kids joined 4-H, his house sits further back on the lot. And there was a, there's a fence, right? My back fence is where he put his, the kids put their pigs for the one year for 4-H. I tell you what, as the summer got Hotter, it got right hotter. We did not go swimming that year, hardly. We didn't have any barbecues because that stench, it just wrecked everything. I was so glad when the kids finished 
<laughs> they didn't have any more 4-H projects. I wish they would have had something like maybe a, a chicken. I wouldn't mind having here a chicken, you know, crow in the morning, or lambs, you know, that type of stuff. But pigs? <laughs> I didn't want to even hear them, let alone smell them. It was bad. So, anyway, he's made his home in us. Make it, I mean, when you go home, you like your home, I'm believing you like your home, you know, neat and orderly. Don't go in my offices. But go, <laughs> when you go, you go to your home, you, you, or if you want to jump in your bed, you, you just like that, you know, you just like something nice, nice and clean. I mean, you don't want anything cluttery or dirty or, you know, not just, you know. Unfortunately, when you, you come into my house, we used to have cats. We had the, the, the cat box, and sometimes they got a little bit ripe. Because, you know, yeah. when you had three of them, it... But we got two puppies, of course, and uh, they go out uh, sometimes once a day. But we have piddle pads because they're so small. And uh, sometimes... Uh, Accidents do happen, and you got to pick up after them, you know. But the Lord made his home in us, and he doesn't want that type of stuff in us. Okay? okay. You and I are the temple of the living God. And what happened in the temple? What happened in David's temple? When he brought, brought the Ark of the Covenant there. We're the temple. The presence of God was there, but what did David institute? 24-hour worship and praise. Wouldn't, I think God would like us to get into praise a little bit more in our lives. Make it a, a, a joyful home. So, you know, some of us, well, I like playing uh, Christian, you know, the ones that uh, Heather picked out tonight was great. Some of the, she says, always pick out the ones that, I say, I told her, I, you know, play those ones I don't hear. She's, well, you did. <laughs> She's playing them all the time. Maybe I'm listening, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> we need to praise God. Um, when I leave leave from home on, on on Sunday morning, usually I'll stick on one of uh, David Engel's music. It's going through the house. And my puppies are absorbing it. Okay, so that's why my puppies are sweet. <laughs> okay. And when I come in, I'll, you know, I'll shut it down or leave it run until the wife gets there. We need to have praise and worship in our lives. It's uplifting. It's not a downer. Some of us like, you know, a lot of, you know, right now, country and Western music is really high in the charts. Uh, you know, if, if you're around what, what we call cowboy towns, uh, 
Santa Maria is a little bit of a cowboy town. You know, we got a country station, a couple country stations. Where I was stationed up north in uh, Red Bluff, it was a country town. You got our stations were country western. Well, unfortunately, even in Alaska, they had country. You know, I said, where, where? And, and for Alaska, it was bad because when you get a downer music like that, and you got six months of darkness, it is bad. I mean, everything is bad. But, uh, you know, we need to get really worship and praise going into our lives. In my car, I've got my CD. I click on my CDs and let it go. I'm surprised nobody tells me to turn it off when I come into the parking lot sometimes. I've got... Uh, Okay, one thing we all need to know that not only are we the temple of, of God, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So when we have the Almighty with us, I mean, we, our presence should scare the devil off. Just our presence. And then as we speak and confess the word, things become successful. We can turn things around because we have God's presence with us, okay? Okay, number six here. Believe today that we need to believe today and walk in the light. Here's things that we need to confess, and we will close with these. We need to confess that God is our Father. One, God is our Father. Two, He loves us or loves me. He's on my side. That's the third one. He's on my side. God is my Father. He loves me. He's on my side. Four, He cares for me. Five, His Word strengthens me. That's the meat of the Word. He strengthens us. Strengthens us. Believe that uh, you have a milkshake once in a while, but get, in, get into the meat of the word. Six, this is number six. Am I correct? His spirit empowers us. The Holy Spirit empowers us. Jesus was empowered by the Holy Spirit. And he's given us the Holy Spirit to empower us to walk this life. And finally, He never leaves, leaves us nor forsakes us. Amen. Glory to God. Well, Close the book up, books up. Continue to pray for uh, the victims, families uh, of the killings down south. Uh, I don't know if they've caught the third person at this point or not, but uh, believe that they'll find uh, any conspirators that. Uh, brought on this tragedy. 
and uh, believe that the, the The opponents of, of gun, gun control is not going to go wild. Because that's the only thing that's going to save this nation. Because once you take guns away from the people, you get dictators in. That's what every nation found. OK, let's all stand. Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks, Lord that we get to know you better, that we, Father God, forget not the things or the benefits, Father God, that you've given us, but you have given us the reality, Father God, of everlasting life, a joyful eternity. So Father, we praise you, we just give you thanks. Once again, Father, we lift up those in the tragedy of San Bernardino, Father God. We lift up all the families, Father God, that have lost loved ones. And Father God, for those that did not know the Lord Jesus Christ, Father God, in their families, we're asking, Father God, that through this time of grief and sorrow, Father God, that the perfect labor would come across their path. And for the ones that uh, conducted the, this crimes spree, this terrorist action, Father God. May they all be uh, caught, Father God, and any accomplices with them, in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>